0: 90% of all scientists that have ever been alive are alive today. That's a lot of information, but don't panic. It's not an exact science.
1: Hey, Shannon, how are you? I'm doing
0: well. How about yourselves?
1: I'm I'm in 2023.
0: I'm not. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're not that far apart.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was in the mountain time zone, which I was really excited about over um, New Year's because usually I have three older brothers. <laughs>
1: Hence the lack of a show when I was like, Are we recording? And you're like, I'm gone.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. And then you called me some names, which we won't repeat on here. <laughs> Even though, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, (laughs) yeah, so I was really excited that I was an hour early because my three older brothers and my parents usually send like 50 text messages and I'm old and ready to go to sleep. So I was an hour earlier and could, you know, engage. And then you know what they did? They didn't even turn out anything. No text messages. I think I had 50 text messages last New Year's and they were all like, no, we were tired. (laughs) Wow. I know. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, it sounded like a war zone here.
0: Oh, really?
1: <laughs> I mean, there were a few fireworks popping off over the course of the night at midnight, though I was in bed. I wasn't asleep yet. And, like, it was, yes, I, it was like there was the breakout of a new world war
0: <laughs> for about
1: 15 minutes.
0: Oh, Our neighborhood is usually like that. But since we were in New Mexico, yeah, there was only one jolly family that put off like four fireworks and then I was out like a light (laughs) 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 but I was finishing a book actually um at the last minute just to try to get my my count in um yeah but we'll get to that since obviously we have to discuss even though it's a couple of days into the new year we have to discuss our new year's resolutions as is our tradition (laughs)
1: As is our tradition, uh, episode 314, a very satisfying episode number last year, <laughs> entitled, We Did Pretty Good, was our 2021-2022 resolution show. So we'll see what we end up calling this one. Hopefully something a little more creative.
0: Um, You know, I opened that up because obviously I needed to go back and review what my resolutions were. Yeah. I don't think you could name it the same thing again, even if you wanted to be more creative is the reason, but I don't think I did very good.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was it was a year of okayness mm-hmm. for resolutions for mm-hmm. me.
0: Yeah, I could I could say that too, I guess. Yeah. But I mean It was a
1: year of like, I didn't not do it, but I <laughs> didn't do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, mine are exactly like that as well. You're right. Mm. You know, it's <laughs> this is you said that 314 was very satisfying. I don't like even numbered years.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Is that because some of them are leap years?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Next why. year's a
1: leap year. I'm excited about that.
0: That is exciting. I just like odd numbers, I like prime numbers. I Yeah, so 23 is way better. Than 22. I definitely don't like anything divisible by 11. I have a lot of weird math (laughs) (laughs) ticks. Yeah. Uh So I'm going to say that 23 will be better because of those reasons.
1: (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's do a quick whirlwind tour through 2022's resolutions and how we did.
0: Right. Sounds good. You had a lot last year.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I had five on the list, and you had three, so I guess I'll start. Um, The first was more smaller and allowed breaks.
0: (laughs) Did you even do that? Do you know what the word break means?
1: (laughs) I mean, I went on semi-vacation. Like, when we went overseas to do some work, we took a little bit of vacation time. Not much. A few days, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we did go do a couple things, but it wasn't as I had hoped, mm-hmm. but it it was more than the year before, and that there was something so there we go so so meh. so i'm gonna say <laughs> not accomplished but but meh yeah
0: okay uh-huh.
1: all right, so what about you?
0: I said I was going to say no even more because in twenty twenty one odd numbered year i rocked saying no (laughs) um and i said make a priority of staying within my boundaries specifically at work like my research teaching outreach boundaries which absolutely was not no it didn't happen (laughs) okay I, (laughs) i don't think i took on a bunch more no that's not true yeah i did not say no at all that one was a big fail
1: All right. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. A focus and completion of tasks. Uh, Again, I will give myself a meh on this. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got a few long-running things done. There are definitely some that still slipped through the cracks. uh, But better than the year before.
0: Okay. That's good.
1: So again uh you know shake of the hand shrug of the shoulders meh on that one
0: yeah okay um my next one was publish the rest of my dissertation and so that's two articles this is a meh, because one of them i didn't even look about look at or think about and the other one i did try to publish and it got rejected and the meh part is is i put zero effort into the well no i put five percent effort into that article (laughs) And I, right. got, I got exactly what I deserved. <laughs> and so, like, while it was rejected, I totally understand why. It's completely fixable. I'm, yeah. That's a meh because it was sort of half accomplished. Like, I did try to publish part of it. But also, I only have two articles. They're already a good core of it written. I should just do it. So, that's a man too. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. So the next two I will combine, um, so that we're roughly in the same <laughs> realm here. Uh, so one was hit the gym. Really good, until it came time for our workshop.
0: Oh, that's what derailed you. Yeah, we. I had to. We had to work around recording in your gym usage, which was you know, weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. So workshop derailed it. And then a bunch of other big things happening with our business, which are exciting and hopefully are happening in the next couple months, uh, have meant that pretty much from can to can't, I'm doing something. Yeah. So started to accomplish it. But if we're just going on a strict, did you do this? No, I didn't do it the whole year.
0: No, but you did it some of the year, so again, I feel like that's a half win.
1: And the same with my next one of get an IFR rating for flying airplanes.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I have done the training. I've passed the written. I'm ready to take my check ride. But in the last couple months, combination of weather and being gone a ton for work, like I'm going to be gone next week, have meant I haven't actually been able to take my final check ride. So it's ninety-five percent of the way there. But it's not done.
0: Yeah. Oh, this is a frustrating. Usually I feel like very hopeful during this show. <laughs> so hopefully. Hopefully we can turn this around. But we can't because my next one is also a man.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so my last article was to make my web pages and I say because I want to have like a field camp webpage and everything and keep them updated. So this is a meant because I did fill out my faculty page and I linked our Don't Panic page. Um, and I also put up QR codes all over the department for the show as well. But um, our university is going through some inexplicable website changes and every single, every single training that we're required to do before we can like do any stuff to change our websites has been canceled. Three, three of them have been canceled. So
1: forced menace.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, I got made. This is. I didn't say no, so this is my fault. <laughs> I am the website committee now, the head of the website committee for our departmental website. Um, but, yeah, I, we can't do anything. So our hands, her hands have been tied. So I'll say meh about that, yeah. Which is okay. 80% not my fault. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And let's see. My last one last year was be less reactive when appropriate. And the spirit of that was when I get an email from somebody that wants something, don't immediately drop everything I'm doing, derail the big project I'm working on to answer that (laughs) right this second, and then try to get back into deep work.
0: Okay. Because
1: that just ends up... uh, Reading a book right now, and they said that uh, it's it's a very strained analogy, but imagine you have a vase and you have to put rocks, gravel, sand, and water in it. So rocks are your big task, water is the paying the telephone bill task, and sand and gravel are in between. And if you fill it with water, you can't put much else in before stuff spills. Like you put the big rocks in first, and then you put the gravel in, then you put the sand in, then you put the water in. Mm -hmm. Work on the big stuff. Mm -hmm. So that was the spirit of that. This one might have gone too well.
0: (laughs) So you finished one massive rock and...
1: (laughs) In the sense that I will let something linger until... I'm not going to say until I'm guilted into doing it, because that's horrible. (laughs) And, you know, like I still provide good customer service, but instead of being oh, well, you know, if we email this question, we'll hear back in the next five minutes, which is not what I want to have happen just mm-hmm. from a productivity standpoint. Yeah. I also don't want to be email this question and we'll hear sometime in the next week or two. Um, or email something and the response is like, I'd love to help you, but no.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So that one I'm trying to temper Now, (laughs) I mean, it didn't go, like, crazy out of control, but trying to temper to more, like, if this is urgent, like, needs to happen right now, call. If this is an email level of urgency, you'll hear from me in 24 to 48 hours.
0: Okay. I want to... So, interesting. I want to roll this conversation into my first resolution
1: all right let's do it
0: okay so especially with that email thing so it's like you know we talk a lot about productivity and stuff on here maybe not recently maybe we should revisit some of that um but that's one of my resolutions it's not my first one but it goes along with this is that i want to do like a digital I don't want to say like organization because my point is not to put all the crap I have digitally into neat piles. It's to like streamline it. And I started doing this today with my inbox. And this is why like I've tried so many different ways of trying to categorize everything and how can I react to it. But when you sit there and you try to like put everything into a category and then react to it, you've spent half your day already just organizing your junk as opposed to just getting rid of it, right? Right, yeah. So, like, that's my whole – so today I went through and I deleted half of my email folders, some of them with things in them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need it. I don't need a rule – to send all these fitness centers that i'm not a part of i don't need a rule to send it to a folder i never need to read these i just don't so i'm just gonna send them to the trash (laughs) that's the rule you know like i get a thousand research gate emails and it's like i just don't subscribe that much to social media that's just a like professional social media like linkedin and it's like no (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like I don't need to read all these things. If I want to get on there and check and send, you know, preprints to somebody, fine. But I'm just gonna delete this stuff. So yeah, it was it felt really liberating. What I also did was I deleted all but two folders worth of bookmarks. Wow. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Like out the door. And those I did just delete everything in them. I didn't go through them. Nothing. So I have, like, a science folder and a, like, to read slash education folder, essentially. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It. Yep. And I have, like, let's see. If I'm looking at it here, I have a USGS page pinned to my bar And Google Scholar, like, a shortcut. That's it. (laughs) And I said, when do I need any of these things? I never hardly use them. It's just another thing I have to think about when I'm like, man, did I save that? Where it's like, I'll just, if I remember the thing, I'll just search the internet and it will give it to me. (laughs) Yeah,
1: search is fantastic now, so.
0: Yeah, so it's, like, it's the same thing you're always talking about with the email. is like, just archive it because if you'll need it, you need to, you'll search it, and then you'll find it. And so, yeah, it was weird, <laughs> but I feel pretty good about it. And so I want to apply that sort of thought process and stuff to, to like, all my files, right? Essentially, like, I need to do version control on every one of my, because I change my lectures every year, right? And so I make a copy that has to be for that class, and it just all stays in there. And it's like, I should probably just go ahead and rename it the exact same thing and just keep rewriting it, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So that's my first one, is to get my digital life Not organized, but, like, streamlined. So I can react to things in a normal amount of time.
1: All right. So, let's see. Looking at my list, I've got a couple of simple ones and then one that's kind of multi-tiered.
0: Okay.
1: Do you... Is that a multi-tiered one for you, or do you have a multi-tiered one yet coming?
0: Oh, no. I have a multi-tiered one yet coming.
1: Okay. So... I'm going to go with a simple one then. And this is actually inspired by you. Oh, no. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we talked very recently about reading and how I said, man, I spend so much time just like watching stupid YouTube videos <laughs> to go to sleep instead of reading. I used to read. I'm not going to say I'm not going to watch YouTube videos. Like I still watch a ton, but I'll watch the ones that are educational or that I'm interested in. But I'm kind of done with, like, I watch everything this person produces.
0: Mm, mm -hmm. Or
1: if, like the case recently, I've been kind of out of stuff that I really cared about. So I would just go find something that was funny, but not that useful. Right. Uh, So I want to get back to reading. And I'm going to start with a more modest goal, not like I used to have when I was in grad school. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. uh, do two books... A month <gasps> average. And audio counts.
0: Audio does People. count if it's unabridged. That's my rule.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't buy abridged books.
0: Okay. All right. There are a lot of abridged audiobooks out there. Those don't count.
1: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's excellent. See, twenty four. That's an excellent number. That's what I stayed with for a long time. So, I think that's totally because when you're in your car, you got your book and then you got your home book, right? So, uh-huh. yep.
1: Yep. And I've got more traveling coming up. So, audiobooks and not pointlessness or not even pointlessness, <sighs> but structured. Yeah, less
0: less mindlessness. Yes. More mindfully. Like, it's fine to go watch the dumb videos. As long as you're like, you know what? This next hour, I'm going to watch these dumb videos because that's what I want to do. Not like, Ugh. Like, you're just mindlessly doing it.
1: Right. Like, I watch a lot of pilot videos on pilot training stuff. And, like, I'm going to keep watching those. Those are educational.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, I mean how many ratchet wrench reviews do i need to watch (laughs) i already own like a thousand ratchet
0: wrenches
1: (laughs) i'll still watch some but not as many
0: oh speaking of small aside because i'm sure this will be a 50 minute show anyway um i went to the dentist yesterday and i am getting an implant right i had a crown that broke and could not be repaired and all this jazz it's been Mm. like a three-year ordeal the little cap that they have over like the little socket they've implanted into my jaw they get it out with the tiniest little ratchet i've ever seen and they stick it in there and they ratchet it and it sounds like a cute little ratchet but it's in your mouth and it's so funny
1: so <laughs> if if you've known me personally for very long which i know some of you from listening to the podcast have, <laughs> uh, and we know some of you all too pretty well now, but um, there are two things that I can't handle. I discovered <laughs> while I was on the fire department, uh-huh. the first one is if you puke on me, I puke on you. Yep. That's just how it goes. <laughs> uh, and the the second one is anything to do with teeth. Nope.
0: But it's tools, John.
1: Nope. The closest I have is last time I was the dentist, I asked for some dental picks. If they had any that were broken or they couldn't use or anything, because they're really good for getting O-rings out. Oh,
0: my gosh. Uh, (laughs) And they were like, oh, my gosh. Oh, that's hysterical. I was laughing so much. He had to stop. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I just (laughs) feel like. I've watched my husband inside a car with a ratchet so much, I feel like the car when you're doing that. (laughs) Whereas
1: I would be like, you either need to knock me out or I'm going to pass out.
0: Oh, man. Oh, no. I always, I'm Steve Martin, like in dental situations. I'm like, describe in disgusting detail exactly what you're doing, please. Yeah, I think it's fascinating. (laughs) Okay, anyway, ratchets, wrenches, just reminded me of that. I know you love teeth, so. Mm-hmm. I will go to my next one, which is my also simple one. So my next two are a little bit longer. But mine is a reading goal as well because we talked about my last one. So I wound up reading 34 books last year, which is the most I've done. And so I talked it over with my friend. He was like, there's an app called Goodreads, and I'm real obsessed with it. Like,
1: I have an account, but I've never done anything.
0: Okay, on it. and most people I know are in that exact situation. I use it a lot now. They do a very in-depth, like, um, best books of series. And it's actually really good. I've found a lot of good books from that. And my friend Rika is on it. Your friend, R- you know Rika. Um, of course, yeah. Yeah, Hi, Rika. <laughs> and so she is a voracious reader. And she's on there all the time. And so she's my, like... I look at her and be like, how many books has Rika read? So she talked me into setting a goal of 40 books this year.
1: Ooh. I know. I like it.
0: It's terrifying. And one of the books that I wanted to read, it's fiction, so I'm sure you don't care, but, um, is J.K. Rowling, You know, the lady that wrote Harry Potter, wrote all these um, murder mystery books under a pseudonym. And so she released like the fifth one in the series last year. like, yes, I finally got it from the library. It's like 900 pages long. <laughs> the book is literally four and a half inches thick. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. Oh, the only thing is like, they're so riveting that maybe it'll go fast. We'll see. <laughs> I may have to abandon it.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Well, and, have we talked about the Jodie Taylor series about time-traveling historians?
0: Um, no, we have not. I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, so I actually really like those. I want to finish the series. I got a good ways through it, and then things got wild for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to finish those. But have, have you heard of – there was a, a thing I was reading about. I don't remember the exact psych- psychology, phraseology they used for it. But it's something like reward bundling.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, this is Kiss Milkman is her name. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: So yeah, like, okay, like I really enjoy listening to this time traveling historian book. I'm only going to listen to the time traveling historian book at the gym.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think her name is Or something is like that. Katie Milkman i think is the person who does this temptation bundling
1: that's it temptation bundling yeah
0: right yeah so it's like a bad thing coupled with a good thing so i do this bad thing but i get to do this good thing with it Uh yes
1: so yeah might employ some of that in in this goal but 40 that is i know impressive
0: I know. And so like last year, I was like 34. That's the most I've ever read. And it wasn't even a couple of years I've gotten through my, my usual goal is like 20 something, 20, 21. I usually get through that because I'll find like a, a set of relatively small, quick trilogies to read. So we'll see. We'll see if I uh, resort to that. I did not last year. I actually just read a lot of audiobooks because I was I guess traveling a lot more um, last year, so I've already I've already finished one book this year, so we'll see I'm
1: very so like I've tried listening to some business style books on audio mm-hmm, and a lot of them are like, okay, we're gonna outline now like what your agenda for a quarterly manager's meeting should look like yeah, and then they read the outline I'm like, that doesn't help me because I'm driving right. <laughs> so that genre does not work out super well for me in audio
0: it does it does not you should listen to jerks at work on audio though that's a great business book that i read last year that i loved on audio but yeah no i agree it has to be and it has to be something really riveting to me because my mind will wander pretty quickly because my hands don't have anything to do right so yeah. I I'm st- I started the Fifth Dune yesterday, so that's my audiobook.
1: My latest audiobook fail was I was trying to listen to a book I'm probably from the 40s or 30s and it was translated from German. Mhm. And it was physics. <laughs> like all of those things combined made for an audiobook yes! that I gave up on that experience in like an hour.
0: Does not sound good. <laughs> Uh, it's it, like it, yes,
1: let's let's refer to diag- force body diagram A in an audio book, <laughs> but let's also mistranslate force body diagram.
0: Exactly. <laughs> oh man, no, you definitely gotta get gotta get something fictiony going. Um, it's it's funny because you know we live a little bit out in the country, and so whenever it's time, we don't get delivery or anything, right? So we're like, let's have pizza tonight, and I'm like, I'll go get it. And my husband's always like, oh, good audio book good part in your book like yes (laughs) (laughs) that is exactly right
1: (laughs) well and i think i may need to get some different headphone solution Mm -hmm. like i have the big over the ear bose headphones which are great for concentrating great for working great for focusing yeah really bad for casually listening to an audiobook and being able to hear anything else my wife be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. hey, you're on fire! Hey, you're on fire! You're on fire!" Like, <laughs>
0: you're like, "No, uh, this chapter's also on fire."
1: <laughs> you know, wouldn't wouldn't be able to hear it. Um, my other pair is in ear, but they're also they're OSHA approved hearing protection. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. You got to put the <laughs> other doesn't... the other little end caps on those. Come on, those come with the rubber yeah. end caps. You can
1: do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so books. Uh, let's see. My next one, I'm going to say this is, this is my health style one for this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say get to the gym all the time. Okay. Uh, I am potentially going to have a longer commute. Okay. Not a lot, but a little longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, maybe the audiobook can help me get to the gym or something. But, you know, I don't really want to have the same goal two years in a row. Exactly. Okay. Uh, So my health one for this year, especially since I may not have as quick access to fast food, Mm. is to try to prep all my lunches. Oh. And to do them in a less carby way. Because I won't be in the situation, most likely, where I can say like oh this chicken and rice doesn't sound good i'm just gonna go pick up a cheeseburger
0: Mm-hmm. okay that's good so i'm
1: not gonna say like eat all my vegetables i'm not gonna say go to the gym three times a week like this one i think is doable when i was an undergrad i meal prepped all the time before oh, it was wow. a thing or it was called that
0: really i would cook
1: like two dozen eggs and make breakfast burritos for a month and have them in my fridge to have one every morning
0: oh my gosh okay i have some i just want to say this to hear you poo poo it i have some overnight oats prepping right now in my refrigerator
1: if i knew what that was i'm sure i would
0: (laughs) i just figured the word oats would have got you going I like oatmeal. Oh, okay. With bacon? Put some apple
1: and some cinnamon in it.
0: Oh, okay. All right. There you go.
1: Yeah, those little Quaker oatmeal packets are pretty tasty.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is just oats and almond milk and chia seeds. And they sit there and do their thing overnight. (laughs) And then you add good stuff to them in the morning.
1: I can't get behind the seeds. Seeds weird me out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I understand that. I do not have that problem, but I do understand it. Yeah, Blackberries are my I mean, my I realize that saying
1: seed. this about oats is weird, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the chia seeds are a little poppy, you know, so. Yeah. Like I said, blackberries are my favorite fruit, so I have to deal with the seeds.
1: Um... <laughs> my favorite fruit's bacon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, our mutual friend, Virginia, calls chicken a vegetable, so there we go. Um, yep. <laughs> okay. I I guess my sort of, like, non-professional, but is going to be professional as well, healthy-ish habits. So um, I read that book, Atomic Habits, which talks a lot about temptation bundling. Um, okay. I, th- I think I read that a couple years ago, but I've reread portions of it because the habit part of it is really interesting and so my health slash also productivity resolution is that I'm going to adopt one habit to nurture every month
1: oh I like it yeah so you adopt one to nurture you nurture it for a month until it becomes a habit and yes. then it moves down on the tree and you start a new one
0: exactly and so okay you don't start off january with like i'm going to do all these things that i want to do and then get bummed and then do none of them i so i sort of i haven't got them all planned out for the year but i sort of wrote out some things to some guidance things of like Areas where I want to establish habits, and then we're gonna go from there.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna steal part of that. I like it,
0: yeah. It, I think it's a it, it's yeah. So, that Atomic Habits book was really good about that. If that's a good one to listen to, too. Um, although you'll want to make notes, <laughs> so I went ahead and bought it um <laughs> as well it is it
1: is obscene the amount of books i have the audio and
0: and the <laughs> book, book <laughs> oh gosh me too we should do a whole show on that yeah um yeah so that's that's what i'm gonna do and we'll see how it goes and I, and like i said i think it's gonna be a mix of like personal things plus professional things i thought about doing like a habit for work and a habit like at home or slash health habit and then i thought nope I'm just going to do one at a time. So, like, my January habit is I have this, um, like, calorie tracker thing. And so I'm going to do that. I like taking a look back and seeing, like, the things that I've eaten and all this jazz. I'm not restricting my food or technically on a diet or anything like that. But just to make me more aware, like, you know, more more cognizant of what I'm putting into my body so I'm doing that for January and then I think February is going to be a um, I'm going to try to get into a habit of a certain time of day reading a journal article not a fun paper <laughs>
1: <laughs> I say like, what about Fridays
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the only cons- no I can't well I'm sure no one I work with listens to this yeah that's the only consistent journal reading I do
1: <laughs> yep
0: <laughs> so, so yeah. So, one habit a month. That's it.
1: Okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm going to bundle two. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Okay. Maybe I'm going to bundle three and just leave, let this one stand on its own. Okay. So, this one is a continuation of last year. Okay. But... It is now more of a SMART goal, which I
0: Ah, throw up a little bit every time I say that. No, I love it. (laughs) So last year I was like,
1: (laughs) right. I was like, well, you know, yeah, I need to take more time off and and that kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) But then that results in exactly what happened of looking back at it and going, well, I mean, sort of. So, no, just like in our business, we have quarterly reviews, I'm going to have a quarterly vacation.
0: Yes. Good for a long here. A long
1: weekend, not, not saying I'm going to take a week off work, but once a quarter, have a long weekend, go somewhere, and just have it in my email responder, like, hey, I'm, I'm gone. I'm only missing the work day of Friday. Saturday and Sunday are not, (laughs) yes, sometimes I work on those days, but this Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I am on vacation.
0: Yeah. I think that is extremely important and I will be very excited about this.
1: And it is measurable because if I take four of them, I did the goal. If I take three, (laughs) two, one or zero of them, I did not do the goal. It is not a meh achievable Mm goal.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Yeah. So's the reading the books, cut the carbs and meal prep. That's that one's not super measurable, but anyway.
0: Well, I mean, if you do cut the carbs it will be, but yeah. <laughs> um, I love this. I think this is a great idea. My friend Lisa and I sit down at the beginning of every semester. She's a teacher and we write down <laughs> At least one time a semester, and we've done this for a couple of years now, we have this thing that we called, um, (laughs) it's a day where we go out without our kids. Like, we spend time with all of our kids together all the time. Our kids are close in age. We're together all the time. So we have one time that's just me and her, like it used to be, you know, and so we call it court-ordered visitation. (laughs) <laughs> because, like we want it to be like in inviable you we're doing this thing. husbands are not getting us out of it, kids aren't getting us out of it. we're doing this thing. It's two days a year. this thing is happening, and so, yeah, we were setting up our quarter visitation dates, and I mean, usually we go like hiking or something like that. sometimes we do overnights, usually it's just like a day hike, but it's spectacular and excellent for our mental health
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so i am super excited about that and even if you're cramming it in at the end of the quarter that's still okay you're still doing it so i think
1: it's good. and it doesn't have to be big you know it can be yeah. we're gonna drive to branson
0: yeah you're just not just gonna...
1: something to not be
0: exactly in it so deep yep
1: because yep. th- there was a spurt, and I mean, this is part of being a business owner, and I'm fine with it. Uh, but like, there was a spurt this year, or I don't remember. It was well over <laughs> 20 consecutive days that I had worked like 10 plus hours, including weekends and everything. I feel like 20 something days consecutive.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And it was like, no, no, like this, <laughs> we're Too gonna much. have a break day in here. <laughs> Too much. Um, I love what I do, but I want to be able to keep doing it.
0: Right. Yep. Exactly. That is exactly. And these,
1: right. I mean, I understand if you're listening and you're, you're an undergraduate. These are old people goals. <laughs> <laughs> like I would have, I would have been like, ah, oh, whatever, when I was an undergrad. But
0: so true, so true. And a lot of these things when I talk about like these like habit adoptions or you know the smart goals or my like three days that I do in my planner, I'm like, man, I wish I would have known this. But it's like it takes the experience to know what works for you. You know what I mean? So.
1: Well, especially like when I was an undergraduate, it's like, well, I want to make sure I, you know, eat <laughs> and go to class. But... but it
0: doesn't matter what you eat back then, so, you know.
1: Right, exactly.
0: hmm yeah, yep, I hear that. So, that's so, very, yeah. that's good. That's very good.
1: What's next on your list?
0: Okay, so this is my last one, but there's a lot of little sub- articles associated with it is that it's kind of not a goal but i mean i guess it is because i still have to turn in the paperwork but i'm going on sabbatical (laughs) and i know i've sort of talked about it yeah (laughs) um and so a sabbatical if you don't know um is a thing where professors who supposedly have one of the easiest jobs or less stressful jobs in the world get to be even less stressed for a semester. Um, yeah, and you, you have to have a sort of a plan to work on for a sabbatical, and I'm not going to read all these, but, so I wanted to say, okay, well, number one, I have to fill out this paperwork, and you have to have a report when you're done with your sabbatical. It's not just time off. You have to have something, some goal for your sabbatical, and I said, okay, I'm going to write down every single thing I could possibly think of that I would want to do on a sabbatical, and so I came up with twenty things,
1: <laughs> all right,
0: yeah, which is not going into it, you know, and I know they're not all achievable, which is great. like I know in my mind these aren't all achievable, so it's like, what am I gonna do during this sabbatical? you know, um, and so that's sort of the sub part is and I still haven't decided, which is why I haven't turned in my paperwork yet, <sighs> but yeah, so i've I've got a lot of stuff on here including my failed goals from last year so like my website rewriting the paper that didn't get accepted this year um a thing that i've done in the past on here is like learn a piece of equipment and i mean like learn it learn it learn it Um, right yeah so it's like i have we have this susceptibility meter this caper bridge and it's like i know how to use it for doing the normal stuff but you can buy a few add-ons and do some fancy stuff with it and so I think that that's sort of going to be one of, my, one of my things is to learn this piece of equipment, resubmit my rejected paper, um, and then do this digital organization with respect to my classes. So you know, I teach a lot, I'm a 70% teaching faculty. And so on my list, I have two, four, six, I have nine classes that I teach regularly. <laughs> it's not even including field camps. So actually it's 10. Yeah. And I want to get those. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, so four of them are grad classes that are not offered all the time. But yeah, that's a bunch. So yeah. Um, And so I want to have a sustainable way to organize those. So it's not something like every year is the same like panic of, Where's this file? Or I know I had ideas about how to make this better, but I don't know what file I named those ideas.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and and it's like I have one of those classes is pretty well organized, and I think it's just like sitting down, having the brain space and time space to do those adjustments, I think will be a really big deal for my future productivity. So... I have learned some Python on this list, too, which is funny. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought a book. If but... only there
1: was a Python course we could talk about more I in the know. Future.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I bought a book, but we should talk about that on a different one. So I'm, I'm just going to leave that hanging for you so you'll, you know, keep coming back to do this podcast.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> so this Python Earth Sciences book, but... But yeah, so I think those are the things I'm going to, I said it was multi-tiered, but I think those are the things that I've honed in because I have to turn this paperwork in is, you know, learning and upgrading this one piece of equipment that I have, doing this sort of digital curation on things and then resubmitting, writing and resubmitting. There's, um, uh, there's a couple more, like, sampling locations that I could run and add to the data set that I've acquired since I got my dissertation. So that's what I'm going to do, which I can do, because guess what? I didn't tell you yet. I got my helium today.
1: (laughs) Oh, so you can finally cool the magnetometer back down.
0: Uh, Hopefully, because I was supposed to get a week's notice so I could get my tech in here to help me do that. (laughs) But I got a call today from the delivery driver. (laughs) And last I heard, it wasn't supposed to come in until February
1: hey i yep we've had very similar stuff happen today mm-hmm. we had two semis show up and both the guys were like you're gonna need a forklift i was like what <laughs> like, That, that was not supposed to be here at all
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> yep mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened i said oh okay and i panically called my tech immediately <laughs> poor guy <laughs> so mm-hmm. So yeah. So that's that's on my docket. That's a big thing that I actually am already super excited to see what the 2024 show will say about my sabbatical <laughs> declaration. <Okay. laughs> yeah. That's that's my last one.
1: All right. My last one has pieces of stuff from last year in it. Okay. I'm not going to say it's measurable. But it seems like every year I end up with one, a couple of goals that are like words.
0: Like okay. Two years ago,
1: like confidence was one.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Okay. So this is, it's multiple words, but it's probably all part of the same thing. I just don't know the right word for it. Okay. Which is systemize, delegate, react. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we talked about last year's reaction goal being in some ways successful, in some ways too successful, in some ways still <laughs> right where it was, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's part of this. But part of that is reducing the amount of things that I need to react to immediately by systemizing and delegating correctly.
0: I feel like this is what I want to do with my email. This is a great full circle.
1: <laughs> yeah, so...
0: But, I mean, it's bigger than email, right? It's, like, the tasks associated with it.
1: Yeah, and so I'm a big fan. I, I've i read the book Getting Things Done by David Allen mm-hmm. for the first time my junior year <laughs> of undergrad. Mm-hmm. And I have reread it probably close to once a year ever since.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: I'm a big fan of the system. For the last two years, it's fallen apart for me.
0: Interesting, because you have touted this extensively.
1: I I mean, some of it is I'm taking on, in some cases, too much. But again, you know, working on that, and it's, it's getting much better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: GTD is really meant, and it worked great when, like, I was a grad student. I was a software engineer. Like, I worked for a cause. Ah. And I could mostly self-direct. So it's like, hey, these are the goals for our next software release. Make them happen. And I was motivated enough to break those down to steps and put them in my system. Or in grad school, like, hey, these are the experiments I need to run. These are the things I need to write. Put it in the system. Make it happen. It falls apart when you're the cause. (laughs) (laughs) At least for me. (laughs) Okay. So... A customer support request comes in. Should I react to it immediately, respond in five minutes, drop everything I'm doing, and try to figure out exactly what's going on? Like that's clearly not the right response. Right. That's a great customer response, and that was sure. a great response if my job is customer <laughs> support.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's part of my job, it's not my job though. Right. Do I forward it to, you know, some call center? No. Like, that's not good customer support. And customer support is part of my job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Having a system to handle that. Am I the right person to answer this? Can somebody else answer this? Mm-hmm. How do we make sure it gets answered? Yeah. Um, and you can't just blindly de- delegate to a team member. Yeah. I mean, this is the same for you with a student, right?
0: Right, exactly.
1: Like, you can't, you have a vision in your head of what accomplish goal X means. Mm -hmm. And if you don't clearly communicate that vision, even the most diligent, loyal worker, they will do their best to accomplish goal X, but if it's what they thought goal X was, and that's not the same as what you thought goal X was, it's not great.
0: Right, yeah, exactly.
1: So having more systems, like when we hire an intern or when we hire anybody, like right now, th- what I do is I go dig through the last time we hired somebody and said, okay, these are the checklist of the papers that I had to get them to sign. Okay, we're going to copy those over. We're going to delete names off. We're going to redo. No. There should be a, this is how we hire people document.
0: Okay. Uh-huh.
1: I may be the one that uses that right now but then when I delegate that there's already a procedure like I've got too many procedures in my head yeah and one of the interesting books that I listened to at the end of last year said when you reach 100% really before you reach 100% you have two choices you can drop items and acknowledge that they're not going to get done or you can delegate them and if you're going to delegate them you have to have how it's going to be done as a procedure right and it doesn't mean like step a is open microsoft (laughs) word
0: yeah (laughs) click in
1: the name field and type like no we're not talking about that we're just talking about like hey Shannon, your your goal is to publish this paper. What's the six steps that you need to mentally make sure you go through as you are doing this?
0: Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Um,
1: or you know, because then when you tell a student like, "Hey, you need to draft a paper." Here is the six things you need to make sure you think about.
0: Right. Yeah, that's that's great.
1: And so it goes. GTD is big on next actions. Okay. And here's where I finally have figured out that it falls apart for me. So David Allen says, like, if you put on your to-do list, tires for car. He said, that's not a to-do item. Mm -hmm. He said, that has more than one action. That's a project. Mm. So you create a project. And then in that project, you make the to-do items of call Bob to find out what tires he got because he likes them. Call the tire store and set up an appointment. Go to the tire store appointment and get the tires on.
0: Gotcha. That's interesting.
1: I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm coming around. With. That's where I'm. That's where the system is falling apart for me now. Is there are so many things like that mm-hmm. that are happening now. It's like, I don't need, I can look at that item and go, call Bob, call the store, and obviously go to my appointment. It's on my calendar. Like, I don't need a to-do list item for that. Right. Now, I'm not saying it's good either to have one thing that's like remodel bathroom and it's one checkbox. <laughs> no, that clearly has more tasks in it. Right. Right. But the GTD method says anything that's more than one task is a project. And so I look at my GTD system and there's like 120 something projects in oh, it.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: And I immediately am overwhelmed and shut it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because GTD's thing is mind like water. David Allen says, Oh, you, you've got a calm surface of a pond and a rock, you know, disturbance gets thrown into it. And there are ripples, and then it's back. He's like, and that's what you need to be. Like, a task or an idea or something comes in, you capture it, and then you get right back to what you were doing. Mm. So, being fluid but not that fluid is what I need. Okay. Like, yes, something comes in, I need to capture it. That does not mean that when my gaslight comes on, I need to go, okay. <laughs> open gas buddy and find the closest gas station that has fuel that's cheap drive to the gas station right, right. i trying to find that balance of
0: man yeah i can see where that's rough for you right <laughs> uh-huh
1: right and you know i want to as as somebody that manages people though we have a very small team Uh, and like you with grad students, how do you know what to task?
0: Right. Mm -hmm.
1: If you task too general, they might feel lost.
0: Right, and then give up without reaching out.
1: Or might have lots and lots and lots of Questions, which are lots of rocks getting thrown in your pond, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is your fault.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: Because you didn't adequately define the task. On the other side of the coin, you know, I don't want to say, okay, like, open the door to the office and enter. Turn on your computer. (laughs) Nobody wants that. That's micromanagement. Right. You know you should utilize the creative side of people. That's right. That's the point. People people (laughs) like to exercise that. Yeah. Um, So trying to figure out how to systematize my processes, not only business, but personal too. I've tried to keep business goals out of this because goals for a business are much separate than personal goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But even personal processes, Like, hey, right now, when it starts getting really cold like it just did and we had that snap of below zero, Mm -hmm. it was a mad dash to go like, oh, I need to winterize all the things now because it's going to get cold tonight. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: No. Let's have a winterization checklist. Yeah. Like, it'll take half a Saturday to complete, and I won't have to run around like mad. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I won't forget anything.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Does that winterization checklist need to say, like, Go put a faucet cover on the east faucet. Go put a faucet cover on the west faucet.
0: <laughs>
1: no, it's a, you know, winterized faucets. I know what that means.
0: Yep, yep, exactly. So there's a an in-between that's okay. It's okay.
1: So yeah, how, how, how do I make things manageable? And that's why I stopped reviewing my OmniFocus getting things done system is every week you would do the weekly review and it would be like, okay. So in David Allen's mind... Everything has to get done that's on your list, and they're equal. Mm -hmm. So here are the available tasks to you. Just work on whatever you want to work on at the moment, because they all have to get done. That is how you get five, six, seven concurrent projects happening Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that all drag out for six months instead of two projects every month. Right. that are focused. Right. Personal, professional, everything. Systemize, delegate, react.
0: I wrote that down. I'm going to steal that too. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I'm yeah, as soon as you said that, yeah, I was cogitating on how to how to implement that. So I appreciate the examples because yeah. Or I should just read the book, right? I need 40 books this year. so.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good read. Parts of it are a little dated at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of talk in there of like, well, you know, you can do this on one of those PDA thingies, but it's easier if you just have a big stack of paper.
0: Rough. <laughs> and
1: the book was updated recently. It helped some. But... You know, I used to be one of those getting things done, super strict people that was like, oh no, like if it has more than one step, it's a project and I'm going to put a full project management system around it. Right. You know, not everything needs that.
0: Yeah, it, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it
1: takes longer to set up the project management system than it does to call Bob and call the tire store all in one swoop.
0: And I think this is one of those things that, like, you need to do it by the book, like you did in grad school, so you know where you can now break the rules for your benefit.
1: Right. One of the things that I will not bend on is the tagging. Mm -hmm. So in it, it's like whatever system you do, you need to be able to tag stuff like phone, computer, errands, office, Mm. home. Okay. Okay. Cause it's so useful to go show me everything that has the tag errands. So like while I'm driving to pick up lunch, I'd be like, Oh, I'm going to go past Lowe's on the way. I knock this one right off. Hmm. Like that is one of the more useful pieces I pulled out of GTD.
0: I, how do you do that without digital assistance?
1: So in his system, it was all folders originally. But digital assistance is fine. Uh, OmniFocus is really good at it. I'm probably going to not use Omni. I'm probably going to just put everything in Monday. We're starting to use that at work. Okay. Um, It has some disadvantages, but OmniFocus, the biggest disadvantage for me is it only works on Mac, like iPhone, iPad, Mac. And then they have a web version if you're on Windows like I am during the day. But the web version is crippled compared to everything else.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And I'm not one of those people that is like, oh, well, I can do it on my phone. Like, I'm not going to sit on the couch for two hours doing my weekly review on my phone.
0: Right, yeah, for sure. So, Monday, huh? Hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, none of these systems are perfect. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: We have started, like, I built our inventory system that we use at work. From scratch. Right. We sort of started down the path of like, oh, we'll implement task tracking with it and work orders and purchase orders. And then I realized that we were going to basically build enterprise software and that's not our business. Yeah. (laughs) We were going to devote all of our time and resources to maintaining the software Mm -hmm. that we use so we can't actually have time to do the work that it's telling us to do.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's like,
1: okay, well, this isn't the ideal solution, but it's a pretty good solution. Interesting. Uh, and we can make it work.
0: We should totally do a whole podcast about productivity software.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: you've you've. I feel like you've burned through a bunch of them.
1: <laughs> I've tried a bunch, and a lot of them I would try on my own for a while before I would try to get – like, we tried Asana at work because that's what we had used at my prior job. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it and neither did anybody else. Like, right. It just fell apart. Um, we talked about Confluence on our favorite things show and I like it, but it's task management leaves a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. Like it's very basic. So we still use it for our knowledge base, but it's just not a good task tool. Um uh, so, we, yeah, we've been exploring some different things. I tried a bunch. I signed up for a ton of trial accounts and, like, made test projects in each one kind of. And I was like, mm, nope, this one won't work. We're like, oh, this one is great if you're making, you know, only knowledge work, software, blog posts, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this one's really great if all you do is make widgets.
0: Okay. Yeah, okay. And Sweet. and
1: that's where the rubber kind of hits the road for us on a lot of these. That we do knowledge work. You know, we have a... A component of the business that's research and development for products or for a customer. Mm-hmm. But we also have a component of the business that's we need to make 5,000 of Widget X.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And those two things have a very different workflow. <laughs>
0: hmm. Yeah, that's hard.
1: Like, knowledge work, it's like, okay, we need to fix this bug. That's the task, Mm-hmm. and it's a long and meandering road to do it.
0: Right, yeah. Or you just need to. Cut or this like thing somebody needs to stand times. in front of this machine yeah. and press this <laughs> green
1: button five thousand times.
0: Exactly. <laughs> huh. Okay, so that's a whole. Yeah, that's a whole other. I've I've made a note. <laughs> that's a whole other thing we should come back to because it's very interesting.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So.
1: So, uh, but anyway, that's that's my goals. I think they're different enough, and I think they're at least some of them measurable enough.
0: Yeah, I'm. I really was very bummed. Like I said, when I looked at this, I was like, man, I didn't like last year. <laughs> Like I feel like nobody did. (laughs) Yeah. It just didn't didn't go that well. So hopefully this year is less meh and yeah. And the more consistent I do this, which thank goodness this podcast has kept me a little consistent about it, you know, the easier I get on myself in terms of like making something that's going downhill, turning it around to make it work. So I'm hoping this, like, one habit a month thing is, like, a really successful endeavor.
1: I'm very curious. I'm going to check in with you off off air about mm-hmm. it, of course. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. So.
1: But, uh I mean, you know, really, well, one thing we didn't talk about is Uh, I guess this would have been more appropriate for the year where I had the the confidence goal, but uh, it's all about how you carry yourself into a room. (laughs) And that brings us to everybody's favorite segment of the show, Fun Paper Friday.
0: (laughs) Again, this was from Daryl. This wasn't from me. I want to say that so everyone hears. This BMJ Christmas article is not from me. It's from our third (laughs) co-host,
1: But you you paid him to send it in, right?
0: I said it was from Daryl, John. We should just move on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it is Quantifying the Benefits of Inefficient Walking, Monty Python-Inspired Laboratory-Based Experimental Study by Gaser et al.
0: (laughs) And, I mean, that's really all you need to know about it, Um, besides you should watch the videos associated with it. (laughs) It (laughs) And even weirder, I don't know if you caught this, um, this is not the first scientific article about the Ministry of Silly Walks.
1: <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> so they, they had 13 people participate in this study, mm-hmm. six women, seven men, all with no known gait disorders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they had them do these different walks And measured their energy expenditure, among other things, in kilocalories per kilogram per minute.
0: Right. (laughs) Um, There's so much that's awesome about this. Number one, if you haven't seen the Monty Python skit involving the Ministry of Silly Walks, you totally should. It's very famous. (laughs) And so the point is, well, the point is a very deep political commentary that we won't get into (laughs) about the Ministry of Silly Walks. But if you walk not your normal way, and you do it in an exaggerated way, like they do in the skit, uh, well, like one of the Mr. Teabag does in the skit, then you will expend more energy than you would walking normally. Okay, you might say, obviously, (laughs) right? But remember... This is the Christmas edition of the BMJ. And what they did was quantify how much more than your normal walk you're going to be expending. And they hit this point too much in here, but it's super funny is that, like, this is a thing that we should talk about doing because the energy expenditures are at least twice as much from the participant's usual gait to this very exaggerated Mr. Teabag walk. And not only are they burning calories, they're laughing the whole time.
1: (laughs) So it says that you could achieve your target for recommended physical activity by walking inefficiently for 11 minutes a day.
0: That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot to achieve for a short amount of time, just from doing this ridiculous thing, right? And I love that they say... Even
1: the the Bowflex can't say 11 minutes a day.
0: Exactly. They even say we did not measure minutes spent laughing or number of smiles as secondary outcomes while walking inefficiently. (laughs) I thought this was hilarious. Um, So it's very interesting, though, from a, like, evolutionary standpoint, because you want to be efficient with your movements. That's the whole point. But now that we're all westernized and fat I guess (laughs) the point is not to be efficient with our movements it's to be inefficient and so that's the whole point of their article is to say that if we do some of these physical things that we're used to doing like walking if we do it inefficiently we'll burn more calories and you don't have to go jogging or do anything crazy just do the task you would normally do but in a ridiculous way that's inefficient, that would make you sweat or in this case laugh a lot. And you can get in shape in 11 minutes a day, just putting together these silly walks.
1: <laughs> well, it's one of those things like, you know, you got to go to your office on the third floor, take the stairs instead of the elevator, right? Right.
0: That's, that's exactly we've it. We designed
1: it to be efficient, but you don't need that.
0: Yes. That's, that's exactly what this thing says. Um, it's really funny. The videos of people doing this are very funny. <laughs> um, one of the points, they talk about um, this the whole conclusion of, like, doing things inefficiently. <laughs> and they say that, at present, we cannot advocate generalizing the findings of this research um, to decrease efficiency and movement to other forms of exercise, such as mountaineering, <laughs> water sports, or urban cycling (laughs) it inefficient dancing has been around for generations but too often that lone innovator at your local nightclub or on your cruise ship has been the subject of derision rather than justifiable admiration (laughs) right (laughs) oh yeah very very well said (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and i mean yeah i mean they've got they've got their graphs in here of these different walks the different participants like how much oxygen uptake in milliliters per kilogram per minute numbers that i never would have even thought about measuring
0: mm-hmm. well that's because you only did mad at the gym right
1: <laughs> it's true i mean maybe if i had graphs like this i'd be more interested to push myself be like exactly. i gotta get above that two sigma
0: that's exactly right <laughs> <laughs> Your watch needs to learn how to motivate you with charts.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a whole different discussion. My watch band broke and I forgot to order one for 2 weeks oh. and I loved it. But oh. anyway, that's that's a different discussion.
0: Boy, is it ever? <laughs> okay. Yeah, great. Um
1: Also, I love the visual abstract in this one.
0: I oh. Yes. Uh, yeah. I I love this idea of these visual abstracts becoming a thing, right? Like this is really spectacular in here. I think it's great. Yeah.
1: Yes. And also because it's the Christmas edition, they put a stamp on the visual abstract that says Ministry of Silly Walks Declassified.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> yep yeah. uh, I love a good Monty Python. I'm, Constantly surprised is actually not in the Christmas edition more. So, this was an excellent and actually extremely useful study. It's something that I will think about in terms of like making things purposefully inefficient. It's great. It's a great idea. So, they're saying if we had actually listened to the conclusions of the Ministry of Silly Walks back in the 70s when this came out, maybe we wouldn't all be so out of shape.
1: <laughs> it's true. All right, well, if you have videos of your silly walks that you'd like us to see, Shannon, how can they send those in?
0: Show at don'tpanicgeocast.com. If you're brave enough, you can post them on Twitter. We are at don'tpanicgeo. John is at geo underscore Lehman. I'm at Shannon Doolin. Thank you again to our Patreon Um patrons yes (laughs) if you would like to support us on patreon you can do so patreon.com slash don't panic geo
1: until next week remember don't panic
0: it's not an exact science
1: any opinions findings conclusions or recommendations expressed are solely ours and do not necessarily reflect the views of our employers or funding agencies